Welcome to the Productivity Breakthrough Podcast. I'm Elise Enriquez, your breakthrough coach. I am known for meeting people where they are and delivering practical insights so they can be more productive. Most people hear the word productivity and they think it's all about getting things done. What actually moves us forward in life and business is getting things known, getting things prioritized, and illuminating the next steps so you can achieve the goals that matter most to you. Being truly productive means being just as okay with what's not getting done as you are with what is getting done. If you are ready to create productivity breakthroughs in your life and business, then you are in the right place. I am so glad you're here. Now, let's create some breakthroughs. Hello, friends. When this episode airs, it will be Thanksgiving week in the United States. And our episode this week is all about gratitude. And I'm sure you're not surprised by that. We're going to be covering the gratitude pitfalls and what to do instead. But first, I want to say that while nowadays the Thanksgiving holiday is about gathering family and being thankful in principle, it was a holiday founded in colonialism and the displacement and oppression of the Native Americans. So I want to take a moment to respectfully acknowledge that this and all episodes are recorded on occupied Coast Salish land and homelands of the Suquamish, Stillaguamish, and Duwamish people. I pay respect to Coast Salish elders past and present and extend that respect to their descendants and to all Indigenous people. To acknowledge this land is to recognize the history of physical and cultural genocide and settler colonialism which continues to displace indigenous people today. It is to also recognize these lands, waters, and their significance for the resilient and wise peoples who continue to thrive in this region despite the consequences of displacement and broken treaties. Those who hold settler privilege in this city must work towards supporting the Suquamish, Stillaguamish, and Duwamish people and all indigenous people using the various forms of wealth and privilege they reap due to it. Thank you. And I want to acknowledge you. I am grateful for you. I am grateful to you for listening here. Thinking of you getting any little thing out of what I share here on the podcast keeps me going. So please keep it up. Reach out to me on social channels to let me know what your insights are. Let me know how different episodes have impacted you. Write a review, please. The tiniest little bit of feedback keeps me going. So for those of you who've reached out over the past year or so, thank you. And for those of you who haven't, what the hell is your problem? Okay, I'm just kidding. If reaching out isn't your thing, seriously, do not worry about it. But if you're feeling a little bold, please do reach out. I'd love to hear from you. Come find me on Instagram at Productivity Breakthrough and let me know how this podcast has impacted you. And seriously, I am grateful to every one of you for listening. I really appreciate it. Okay. We know that gratitude is important, which is why I just expressed my gratitude to you, my gratitude to the native peoples of my region. And according to psychology today, when they did a study of gratitude journaling, people who tracked their gratitude once per week were happier after six weeks. So a quick journal session capturing gratitude, just some gratitude once a week made them happier. How cool is that? And I want you to be careful with gratitude. And I know that sounds ridiculously silly. That's like saying, I want you to be careful with butter knives. Gratitude seems like a pretty safe thing. 
maybe it seems like a pretty dull thing to just like butter knives. But there are lots of tools out there for happiness and fulfillment. And it's important not to rely too much on one tool. So in honor of Thanksgiving, I'm touching on some gratitude pitfalls and what to do instead. So let's hit pitfall number one, overdoing gratitude. So remember that study from psychology today that I mentioned earlier, where people were happier after a few weeks of weekly gratitude journaling practice. Well, in that same study, those who track their gratitude three times per week were not happier. So when they were tracking it just once a week for a few weeks, they had a significant increase in happiness. But when they started tracking it more frequently than that, they were not happier. Why? Well, because you might have days where you can't think of anything to be grateful for, and you might start to think that your life isn't so great after all. So if that happens, their recommendation is to take a step back and focus on quality over quantity. Here's an example of quality over quantity. I have sometimes done gratitude deep dives where I pick one thing I'm grateful for, enlist at least three reasons, if not five, that I'm grateful for that one thing. For example, I am grateful for my nieces, Benjamin and Katie. Why? Well, there's lots of reasons, but I'll name a few here. They are funny. They are brave. They are true to themselves. They keep me young. They keep me creating. They make me take chances and be silly and look silly. (laughs) And they have the best snuggles ever. I mean, there is nothing like hearing one of them tell me I love you in my ear and snuggling me close. It is just the best or like holding them and singing them to sleep when they sleep over for slumber parties. I just love it. So when it comes to gratitude, I really want to encourage you to lean into quality, not quantity. Okay, let's look at another possible gratitude pitfall. Shooting all over your gratitude. Adding should plus gratitude can lead to all sorts of problems. Insincerity, hard feelings, resentment, But one of the most damaging things it can lead to is comparative suffering. Do you all know what that is? It's when you see your own suffering in light of other people's pain. And sometimes that can be used to give yourself permission to feel because maybe you're feeling like, oh, like I have it worse than them. It's okay that I feel bad, which in and of itself probably isn't very healthy. But more often than not, I see people use comparative suffering to not feel or to feel guilty if they aren't suffering as much as others. So comparative suffering can look like this. Say you're talking to a friend and you're feeling burned out at work. And then you remember you guys have a friend who is a single mom and they are working 60 hours a week at two jobs just to make ends meet. And that's when the shoulds come in. So it might sound like this, man, I am so burned out right now. Work is just killing me. But, you know, I should be grateful to only have one job to work. Some people have it way worse than me. Okay, first of all, was that nominatable for like an Academy Award or something? All right, so I guess not for a podcast. But anyway, so what happens, right? What happens if you find yourself doing this comparative suffering thing? Because when you're doing it, what you heard in that example was just shutting down your feelings. I don't deserve to feel bad. And that's not true. You feel bad. The truth is you're feeling bad. You're not feeling great, right? So when you find yourself slipping into comparative suffering, feel your feelings. If you are feeling burnt out, let yourself feel that. Let yourself talk through it with someone who can be empathetic and is not going to try to fix things for you. Let yourself feel what you feel. And I, I don't mean for you to be a victim. I mean, take ownership of your situation if you are part of the problem 
But even if there's ownership to take, you can still have tough feelings about what's going on, right? So you can still take ownership of something without beating yourself up. And if times are just shitty and there's nothing to be done, it's okay to feel mad, sad, scared, whatever about it. Comparing your suffering to someone else's rarely helps. Hey there, I want to interrupt myself for a moment to see if you have grabbed my holiday freebie yet. Way back in episode 52, which was just two episodes ago, I shared some behind the scenes systems that help me and my wife navigate the holidays with less stress. From lists to spending plans to calendar tricks, I give you my favorite tips and tricks for making the holidays more merry. So head on over to elisenriquez.com forward slash holidays to get your free download and a little bonus gift. Okay, back to the episode. Let's move on to the last pitfall. Gratitude can keep you stuck. When you start thinking of gratitude as an either or thing, you can get stuck. Here's the thing. It's not like you're grateful or not grateful. You can be grateful and want something else for yourself. You can be grateful and want something different, something new, something more for yourself. This can show up a lot in relationships. If things are going well and you want something more or different, then it can be scary to talk about it with the other person because you don't want them to think that something is inherently wrong. This is where I channel relationship coach Gabby Sundra of forbetter.love. So I interviewed Gabby in episode 47 on the podcast, and we'll, we'll link to that in the show notes. But that interview was full of all sorts of goodness. And one of those bits of goodness is her formula for a wildly wonderful relationship. Are you ready? Here it is. All is well, plus even better if equals a wildly wonderful relationship. All can be well, you can be grateful, and you can say, oh, even better if dot, dot, dot. So you don't have to just be grateful for something, period. Whether it is a relationship, a job, your house, etc. you can be grateful and. You can be grateful and fill in the blank with what would make it even better. Got it? Okay, let's land this episode, shall we? Gratitude is a powerful tool to use to boost happiness, fulfillment, and motivation. And in this season of gratitude, especially be careful to avoid overdoing your gratitude, falling into comparative suffering, and staying stuck with a good enough status quo. Instead, focus on the quality of your gratitude. Remember to feel your feelings and use the formula all is well, plus even better if to create your wildly wonderful life. So for the question of the week, let's focus on quality, not quantity, shall we? I want you to pick one thing you are grateful for right now. And what are three to five reasons you're grateful for it? I'll tell you what, I am grateful for you because you inspire me. You are willing to grow and you want to make the world a better place. How do I know that? Well, the inspiring part is that I keep showing up for you. You obviously inspire me, but the rest of it is because you're here. If you're listening to this podcast, I know those things about you. You're willing to grow and you want to make the world a better place. So I can't wait to hear what you are grateful for and why. Please share it with me over on Instagram at productivity breakthrough. You can respond to the question of the week post. You can send me a DM. I don't care. And if you are grateful for this podcast, will you do me a little favor and write a quick review wherever it is that you listen? I would love to hear what you have to say. Okay, that is all for this week. 
Please know that I'm wishing you and yours a very happy Thanksgiving holiday. Thank you so much for being here. I'll be back again with the again with you next week. Until then, keep moving forward what matters most. Thanks so much for joining me for this week's episode of the Productivity Breakthrough Podcast. Did you have a breakthrough today? Write to me and let me know. You can reach me, revisit anything we covered today, or uncover free resources over at EliseEnriquez.com. And if you know of other leaders in life and business who would appreciate a little help with their productivity breakthroughs, I'd love it if you'd share this podcast with them. And finally, remember to hit subscribe or follow so you don't miss an episode. See you next time.